Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Schwedling and today I take you on a journey of Benjamin Fröhlich. The Munich-based artist will release his first debut album Amiata on his label Permanent Vacation in May. He's running the imprint together with his partner Tom Bayroli since 2007. Benjamin has always been an active part in the electronic music scene of his hometown, Bavaria. At the age of 22, he opened his first record store, the label and great releases followed. So among many other things in this interview, we are talking about his new release. If his work with the label and as artist feels like a permanent vacation, how it felt playing at MMA one week before it got closed, to which Munich artists he always looked up to, the electronic music scene in Munich, his favorite spots in his hometown and some personal tips for you, his favorite festivals and some upcoming highlights and secrets. Enjoy! Benjamin Fröhlich, <laughs> welcome to our podcast interview. We are here in Munich in a nice cafe at, next to Müllerstraße. Welcome. Well, uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe the last month or weeks were quite exciting for you. You released your first uh, debut album called Amiata. In May, the, um, or the album will follow. The um, Saturnia just got released. And you just told me that you went to Japan for some weeks for vacation. How has that month, two months been? Uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy. It was the first time in Japan and was really excited. I always wanted to go and it totally blew my mind. Magic country, the cherry blossoms. Of course, everybody heard of it, but if you experience it on your own, it's really, really amazing. Like the whole country and the culture, it's not disappointing at all. So I had high expectations, but they even got uh, On top exceeded. Yeah. Yeah. And it was also the time when your release um, got published, right? Uh, the single, the Saturnia, yeah, yeah it came out um, April. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was the, the teaser single for the yeah. album. And, uh, so you did not really recognize the voices in Germany about the release then? Um, yeah, well, with social media and the internet, it was like, I feel connected all the time. So. And with your partner together, you have the label Permanent Vacation and you have a lot of great releases and a lot of great artists on that label. Did you feel some kind of pressure then for your first album to release or was it just something you wanted to do for a long time? Uh, I felt a little bit of pressure at my first release with the first EP, The Root Movements. I thought ah, if you release on your own label and it's going not so well or as the other releases then it may be would be a little bit hard for me but luckily it was very well received and After then, I gained more confidence with, with the other releases and now with the album. You never know. I mean, 
nowadays it's complicated with albums because they don't get so much attention as they used to be. But I thought, okay, maybe it's my only album in my career, who knows? And I, I really wanted to do one that I thought would be for me, like I always wanted to do an album, like with lots of different influences from the last 15 years DJing. And um, yeah, this, I did what I could. And hopefully people will like it. And I guess you're happy with it. I'm happy with it, yeah. Actually, I, I listened to it a couple of times after it was finished and I was like, okay, yeah, it's just the best I could do and I, I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah. How has the feedback been so far? I saw the news all over the web. It's been quite good, yeah. But um, I haven't sent it out the promo yet to, the, to to DJ colleagues, so I don't know. Yeah. We will see. It's exciting, but hopefully. We'll and you're still counting on vinyl, right? With the label and also with your album, then. Yes, of course. We skipped the CD actually for the album because, like, CD is the format that is. Yeah, I don't know. Who has a CD player anymore? <laughs> DJ Hal is always playing with CDs, right? <laughs> That is true. <laughs> so just for him, maybe a CD. <laughs> well, he, he can burn the, yeah. <laughs> the files onto it. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but vinyl, I think it, we always did it. And I think it would be feels kind of strange to, to not do it. Of course, the sales are went down in the past 12 years when we started the label but it's, it's going okay and um, the connection tunes and wings travel and electronic music and your naval name is actually quite interesting permanent yes. vacation <laughs> <laughs> so would you say your work with the label and as DJ is like a permanent vacation for you because you only do what you really want to do um Basically, well, it's hard to tell because <laughs> it's, of course, work somehow, but yeah, we luckily we have the freedom to actually do what we want, and this is satisfying, actually, yeah. to, to be honest. Because then, like, And to be able to earn a living out of yeah, what you yeah, really yeah, love to do, that's, right? That, that's, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, not not to have everyone, anyone to tell you what to do. I think it's it's really good. Yeah. A few weeks ago, the MMA, the club in Munich, closed. Um, you were there one week before it closed, beginning of April, and you played there. Um, how did that feel, knowing that this actually will be the last time playing there? It was a super great party from the beginning. Was I played at the at the beginning, and uh, normally it takes a long time for people to get in the mood, or they arrive like two or three o'clock in the morning, but. There was from from 12 o'clock, uh, it was already packed and everybody was, Ooh, so it, it was really fun to play. I, I had to go to the to Berlin in the morning, so I had no sleep. I was kind of, um, so I couldn't enjoy that yeah. much the, the, the last night yeah. for me. But, um, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, And you played there with mixed feelings or... 
I think it was probably not like the the main club where I, I played the most. So I always had a good connection with them, and I really liked playing there. But um, something new will come up. So I'm confident to look into the future. Yeah, absolutely. That's always a good way to handle it. Um, you started your first record store at the age of 22 so really early you've always been like an active part of the scene um, was there always one Munich artist for example that you looked up to? Uh, when I started the, the record shop I was really attached to the compost records and uh, into something crew and uh, like Trubi Trio Fauna Flash Jazzanova all this kind of stuff I was really into it um, so that's basically like my main influences and uh, I used to work in the Into Something shop which was um, attached to compost records and I took it over from them mm -hmm. so I was always feeling connected and now we did the Future Sound of Jazz compilation for compost which was, was a really nice cycle uh, circle yeah. because um, yeah that's where it started for me yeah. with the electronic music or DJing yeah I mean, the Munich scene moved to, through a lot of downtimes and uptimes since the 80s. Um, if you would need to draw a timeline with some highlights in that from the 80s till now, which highlights would you name? But I'm a little bit too young for the 80s, but I think the like P1 was really great. I think in the 80s. Um, but I never experienced that. Then in the beginning of the 90s with the whole uh, Flughafen, uh, Ultraschall and, and all that kind of stuff, then it was really uh, a big techno wave in Munich. But I was not too much into techno at that time, more like into hip-hop, drum and bass and stuff like that. So I, I went there sometimes, but not too, too much. And um, then, yeah, all this new jazz stuff really brought some attention to Munich because, like, Compost was one of the, the biggest labels around at that time. And then Gigolo had a... At the old Registratur where we were sitting next to here was, uh, like, I think the first Thursday of the month was always the Gigolo night, which was really nice parties. That was like, I think DJ Hell was always waving the Munich flag a lot. And um, yeah, now with like clubs like MMA or Blitz, I think, which were really international known and was like the, the flagship clubs of, of Munich, I think it's, it's a really good time. Yeah. So are you happy with the scene now? Would you say like there is more potential or... Do you feel at home in that scene? Basically, yes. Um, I mean, what's maybe lacking a little bit is like a smaller 300 capacity club. Uh, well, Charlie is that, but Charlie has like a certain sound um, and um, yeah, maybe like Kong... I missed that a little bit. 
um, which was perfect for, for I think for the the stuff we do or if like a little bit not straight techno but a little bit a mixture of housey stuff or disco or stuff like that I think was was the perfect club for yeah. for that Yeah, absolutely, and it had a nice atmosphere. Atmosphere yeah. because it was not in a cellar or something. It was just like a bar or cafe. Exactly, and I really liked the, the glass windows yes. and stuff. That was, was yeah. really good. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, a question that I always like to ask is: Imagine you would have friends over weekend in Munich, and they haven't been to Munich before. Which of your favorite spots would you show them to? I would probably go to Viktualienmarkt. I really like that. I live close there. I go sometimes for for lunch to some places like the um, what's the name of the potato uh, I forgot at the moment. Ah, the potato place at Viktualienmarkt is called Kaspar Plautz. And um, then I would probably go to the Isar, of course, which I really like. I I ride my bike a lot along the Isar, listening to to demos because then I. For me, it's easier listening to music while I'm moving, because when I'm sitting on the desk, then it's like, mm, but I I can digest the music more when I'm walking around or riding my bike. But that's why. I do it a lot <laughs> and I really like the ESA uh, because like 20 minutes bike ride and you probably like in the nature and there's no you, you don't feel a city anymore and that's just really nice I think or pretty unique and then you can actually have a swim in there as well and yeah. it's really great um, then I would go to Saluki probably which is the best pizza in town and also Bosto Pesopeo an artist of us works there uh, this I really like uh, which kind of cuisine is it? it's pizza but it's also they have some Korean stuff and uh, I think it's a weird mixture normally I, I would say it wouldn't work but since both is really good it's like the best pizza but also like really good other stuff It works really well. Um, then I would go to Favorit Bar, which is my probably favorite bar. It's next to my house, which is handy for me. And there's always some strange, uh, nice music going on. And they also have like a record flea market uh, once a month on Sunday. Um, What else? I would go to Blitz and Charlie, what the clubs that would I would recommend if you were in town. Um, and breakfast the next day. Breakfast the next day. Good. Ah, I would go to Maria probably. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, I like it. It's often crowded, but the, the food is really nice. Um, what else? Ah, there is like a market every Thursday uh, at West End, and they have like the best uh, fish salmon. <laughs> This is really, really good. 
like in Hamburg, but better in Munich. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hamburg is probably also very good, but this I was really amazed by the by the fish sandwich. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I can recommend it. Yeah, that's true. This is really a nice place. Um, what do you like more, playing at festivals or playing in clubs? Well, in summer it's nice at festivals because then it's like uh, you are outside and you have probably you maybe play in the afternoon, so you whole uh, can sleep at night. You can sleep at night, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> so yeah, I really like that. But so which festivals would be on your list where you would love to play in the future maybe not in Germany somewhere else um, where I love to play I never meant to the Dimensions Festival but I think it's really nice the Deckmantel of course um, Nach Digital was the last edition. I, I, I go there this year for the first time. I don't play, but I since it's the last time and I always wanted to go, I'm looking forward to that. And Maybe in a country or culture that you find interesting. Ah, yeah, there's a rainbow festival in, in Japan, actually. This, I saw some advertisements and some videos. This looked really, really nice that I would love to do, of course. Yeah. And, and club-wise? Is there one club on your list you're, you would love to play it? I love to play at Lux in Lisbon. I went there, but I didn't. I played at another club, but this was was really really nice. Nice people, and the whole city is just great. And to have like a sea view on the roof of the club, this is this was really amazing. And normally, I'm not into that kind of designed clubs, but I think it works really well there, and the sound system was really great. So I, And it has a very nice poker, um, yeah. Rui Vargas. Yeah. I already did an interview with him and he's really a fantastic guy. He's really a pioneer of the scene in Portugal. Yeah, all the, the stuff there was, was, was really nice and uh, I had a really good time. Yeah. Super cool. So, um, what are the upcoming highlights for you as an artist and for the label? I mean, it's yeah, almost a quarter of the year is gone. What are you up to for the next nine months? Well, for me, it's obviously the album <laughs> and um, DJing around this summer. Go to the Montecule Festival, and I'm really looking forward to that. Just doing some friends from me and. Yeah from Munich and um, I was there two years ago and it was super great like one of the, the best festivals actually I've ever been because like the surrounding is totally amazing and uh, it's not so big but what I really like is like 
600 maybe 600 people and, and after a while you you're getting to know everybody and it, it had really a familiar feeling and, and just like because sometimes like in the bigger festivals it's you can feel that it's like a bit of a money machine but there was really like family kind of thing and I really like that and I'm very much looking forward to that and um, there will be also some remixes for the album of course some people don't like to have their own music remix but actually I, I totally yeah. love it yeah. <laughs> so you're excited what they will make oh, because it's the whole to see what they make out of yeah. your music I, I really really like that and to have like asking people which you are a fan of their music and then they create something with your music I think for me it's fantastic yeah. Yeah. so which names can you already t um, talk about the names no <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> I'm a journalist I have to ask you <laughs> I understand. <laughs> But soon. Okay, good. Um, yeah, we have um, great stuff coming on the label as well. The Cooper Saver was just released, which I also really like. Then next up is the album. Then um, Marvin and Guy new release. Looking forward to that. And then Christian S. from Cologne. So really good. Um, And is there like a vision or a goal that you have with the with the label or is it still that we want to release music that we also love to hear? Yeah, I think that's the basic the ground rule for, for the label. Because yeah. like um, Yeah. I don't know I think it's there's no really like a master plan that we follow but it's just like uh, yeah you can feel it if, if you, you hear something and it's like yeah that's, 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 that's perfect for permanent vacation and then yeah then it normally works the best if, if it just fits together yeah. and you're also going to play at Chalim Shelf right yes. I really like uh, this back happening to uh, back to the woods yeah, yeah. It's a really nice um, happening. It's super nice. Yeah. And uh, I played there last year for the first time and I was really amazed actually because like outside of Munich, uh, but I think they, they, they did a really, really great job with it. And, um, nice setting, yeah. good decoration, nice vibe. There are not so many festivals actually in Munich or, or even in Bavaria that... Um, that feature that kind of music and also have like a yeah, nice surrounding good sound system good light show and stuff like that and good booking that is not so mainstream yeah exactly and I think it's really amazing because they they normally sell out the tickets before they even announce the booking and that's I think that's the, the, the perfect situation that you can have to, because then yeah. you can You don't have to to rely on big bookings to, to fill up your festival because you already sold the tickets and then you can do what you really want to do. Thank you so much, Benjamin. 
Is there anything else you would tell the listeners that I didn't ask you? Um, if you have the chance, go to Saturnia because Saturnia is a real place. They have like um, this is this hot spring cascades in Tuscany, and this is um, really nice and relaxing. Thank you so much for that tip. <laughs> All the best for your album. Thank you very much. And hope we meet soon in one of the festivals or clubs on this planet. I'm sure we will do. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you like this podcast episode. I'm looking forward to your feedback on it, either on iTunes. Please leave me a comment. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. Also join us in the closed community on Facebook and interact with like-minded people or join us on Instagram or on Facebook. I'm looking forward to meeting you there. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned. <laughs>